Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very, very senior and accomplished professional and coach from the US, Joelle Leiden. Joelle, well, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you uh, for having me here. Thank you. Joelle is the founder of Your Love by Design, and she's a relationship expert. So Joel, today let's talk about your love by design, relationships and coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me a little bit about your love by design and your motivation to start it. So the work that this body of work called your love by design um, is was really an attempt to be able to serve and support both men and women mm-hmm. and being able to engage in relationships from their strengths. Mm-hmm. So typically I work with, you know, both men and women who are struggling with being able to sustain their relationships long-term, both in a personal and in a professional way. Mm-hmm. So one is always going to have conflict. <laughs> one is always going to have have to have difficult conversations, whether you're in a leadership position mm-hmm. or whether you're in a romantic relationship or a, a marriage of mm-hmm. many, many years. Right. right. So the work that I that we do at Love by Design, at Your mm-hmm. Love by Design, really is uh, a way to retrain individuals who don't have the skill set necessary mm-hmm. to be able to navigate with certainty mm-hmm. those difficult areas in relationship mm-hmm. that continually trip them up and disconnect them from other people and mm-hmm. from the outcomes that they're looking to be able to live into. Amazing. So Joel, would you be able to share one or two examples without any names, of course, for our viewers and listeners? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm reminded of um, a woman, um, Lauren, who came to me with Mm -hmm. uh, difficulties in her relationship as councilwoman. Mm -hmm. She had just been elected, was sitting at the table with all of these other council people who had varying degrees and and levels of experience Mm. and she had stepped into this situation feeling like I got elected but I'm not entirely certain how to use my voice Mm -hmm. in service of the very people who elected me so she and I worked through the retraining process Mm -hmm. um, confidence building process that is actually a seven-step process that we use at your love by design Mm -hmm. that is a step-by-step process that builds confidence and skill set, so that mm-hmm. she was able to then show up in her strengths and then be able to represent the very people that elected her mm-hmm. with a sense of confidence and skill and be able to then affect the kind of change that she mm-hmm. was looking to be able to affect as part of her role. Wonderful. So that would be an example of some of the work that I've done more of in a professional uh, realm. Correct. In a more personal realm, um, I think of a client that I'm currently working with who um, was divorced, uh, is divorced, Mm -hmm. and came to me because he was struggling with being able to find a partner. Mm -hmm. And he had tried many different kind of uh, approaches, Mm -hmm. but kept tripping up 
Mm. Um, kept tripping himself up with being able to create a level of intimacy with somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a lot of Mm overprotection for him because he had been hurt Mm -hmm. as part of his marriage. And so through the process, uh, through the seven step process that Mm -hmm. we use at Your Love by Design, Mm -hmm. we were able to sort of work at removing some of those overprotective mm. mechanisms mm. and allow him to be able to show up with more of a sense of truthfulness and vulnerability so that he is now engaged in a relationship mm-hmm. that he's been in for the last year that continues to grow. He's created a lovely foundation from which to build this relationship and mm. to sustain it over time, managing through those difficult conversations, the negotiations, the mm. conflicts, the agreements that need to happen when one is in a budding or new relationship. Wonderful. So, yeah. And, you know, you you mentioned the the seven-step process in both your examples. Uh, Tell us what are the seven steps? So the seven steps that I work with have to do with their... So I'll just sort of go through the names. Mm -hmm. They all kind of brief description of what... They are meant to be uh, working on. So the first step is agency. Mm-hmm. And what that has to do with being able to support somebody with taking personal responsibility mm-hmm. for what they have co-created mm-hmm. in their life, either professionally or uh, personally, the, the, if you will, the mess that they created, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So to take responsibility and the retraining that needs to happen as part of that. Mm. The second piece, the second step is sovereignty. Mm-hmm. So once that awareness around what was created um, is had and a better understanding, then there's now a possibility of beginning to take some of that back and mm. begin the retraining process mm. of any of the limiting beliefs that um, engendered the result in the first place. Mm. The third step is creativity. We mm. are human. We are creative yeah. beings. Correct. And so way beginning to look at how to innovate mm-hmm. and create a different outcome mm-hmm. uh, is the is a, is the next step mm-hmm. from there. So once we have that begin the beginning foundation of like, oh, this is what I created. Um, I'm beginning to retrain and I'm beginning to innovate on what's what it might look like next. Mm-hmm. Then we look into desire. Okay. How do you want this? What yeah. do you want? What are you looking? What are the? What is the outcome that you're looking mm-hmm. for? And then, of course, the fourth, the fifth step, which is commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, we oftentimes people will oftentimes um, feel like, oh, I've got this awareness. I understand. Good, I've got it. I mm-hmm. can stop now. Mm-hmm. The commitment piece step is about continually making choices and actions and choices and actions and choices and actions Mm. over and over and over again Mm. until that intellectual concept of what is wanted Mm. becomes a knowing. And, um, And then that step goes into the following step, which is about potentiality. Mm -hmm. Once the commitment is made consistently, then there's a, a sort of an acceleration mm-hmm. towards the potentiality of what is available to that individual 
so that they can really step into that final step of the year love by design process, mm. which is the legacy that they're going to leave. Wow. Okay. Right. So the relationship legacy. Mm. So whether it is for your organization mm. or whether it is for your company or whether it is for your children. Mm. Um, so that is the final step in the year love by design seven steps. Amazing. And, you know, uh, I must mention to you, these seven step processes is so fascinating but as you were talking, I was thinking that in India, uh, in a Hindu marriage, it, there are seven steps that you take. And each step has a similar kind of a commitment to a relationship that you're building with the spouse that you're getting into marriage with. So if I find a note, I'll, I'll send it to you for your interest. Yeah. So, I'll have to do some research on that. I, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. So it's a seven step process uh, and you take seven rounds of the fire which we considered holy mm. so i thought that may be of interest to you so i thought I'd oh absolutely but this show absolutely. is all about you so i shouldn't take any more time so you know you also joel uh, coach in all matters of love uh, help me understand what you do so when i speak about coaching in all matters of love is because i have a philosophy around love Mm -hmm. And that love is the fuel for all beautiful things. Yeah. And that at every given moment, we are making a choice. Yeah. That either places love at the center of it or not. Mm. And the outcome for that choice of placing love or not at the center of that choice mm -hmm. will really dictate the outcome. Mm -hmm. So there is this need to, whether the choice is to build a solid foundation for a long-term relationship, love, marriage, mm -hmm. or whether it is to be able to build a business from the ground up, mm -hmm. Making love or placing love at the center of every single choice mm. is what's going to engender like this beautiful, positive potentiality mm. and that legacy that one can leave. Yeah. And so that is really at the basis of everything that I do mm. in the coaching process. Mm. Wonderful. And, uh, you know, when you do get into a coaching kind of a relationship with your coachee, I'd love to understand how has your background as a relationship expert, as your founder of your love by design, how do you take all those learnings into a coaching relationship? Mm, such a great question. So it started with me. Mm -hmm. So the, I began my coaching career as a career coach, mm -hmm. supporting people to move from one career to the next. Mm. And then recognizing that I personally was struggling with relationships. Mm -hmm. So the first client that your love by design had mm -hmm. was me. Okay. And in the process of hiring mentors, doing my research, mm -hmm. doing what was necessary to be able to build my level of confidence mm -hmm. and my skill set around relationships, mm -hmm. then I was able to then create this roadmap for mm -hmm. others to be able to follow. Mm -hmm. So the so the process that I use has four elements. Mm -hmm. The element of 
coaching and mentorship, Mm -hmm. the element of training. So I provide trainings for my clients. So as I'm coaching them and I'm working with them and I'm noticing trends in my clients Mm -hmm. that where they are needing more support, then I create trainings to, to, uh, to really address those trends. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that's the second element is of the trainings that come from an educational background. So education is a very big, uh, very Mm -hmm. big factor for me. Mm -hmm. The third element that I use in my practice to support my clients is creativity. So using expressive arts and intentional creativity. Mm-hmm. So art as a way to be able to come into the side door of awareness and understanding an unconscious, un- unconscious limiting uh, stories and beliefs mm-hmm. that can be um, explored through mm-hmm. art. Um, so this is art that does not require any talent, uh, mm-hmm. artistic talent whatsoever, mm-hmm. but it's really just process oriented. Right. I really follow the adage that young states that until you make the unconscious mm-hmm. conscious, it will dictate your life and you will call it fate. Mm-hmm. So art based processes allow one, a client to really go into that unconscious mm-hmm. space and then have those ahas and awarenesses that they can then begin to work with that choice, action, choice, action, commitments phase. The final element that I use with my clients, of course, is accountability, right? Holding them accountable um, and then assignments that they receive between coaching sessions. So hopefully that answers your questions about the how I do what I do. Absolutely. My next question to you, Joel, is uh, on culture. You know, culture... uh, and you are in a very, very multicultural country. Uh, you know, I wanted to ask you, how does culture impact relationships and uh, your work in coaching? Mm, I so love that question. Uh-huh. Culture is both, you know, macro and micro, Correct. right? So one in working with an individual has to keep in mind both the macro and the micro in mind with working with an individual because an individual is a reflection of their own personal community, mm-hmm. but, um, and then family of origin, let's say, but also the greater culture as a whole. So one really in working with an individual has to hold both of these sort of zoom out and zoom in perspectives and toggle between the two as a coach, right? It is important that I toggle between the two to ensure that a member or a client's needs are being met and that I as a coach am honoring the culture that um, client is bringing to the table, mm. right? So my experience, my culture, I, I was born in England. Mm-hmm. I've been living in this country for over 40, 40 years more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so my culture is very, is, is, is different from mm. many of the clients that I work with. Correct. And I have to keep that in mind mm. as a lens, as I'm working with them. Mm-hmm. So that I'm really honoring the individual mm-hmm. and individualizing my coaching within the sort of community context mm-hmm. to best serve and support them. Very interesting. So my next question to you is, uh, how have some of the people who you have been influenced by 
how have they shaped your coaching perspectives? So I tend to work with mentors long-term. Mm. One of my core values is um, of relationship is long-term relationship, right? There's so much to learn mm. from working with an individual over a long stretch of time. So mm. I tend to stay with mentors for 10 years. I'm currently working with my mentor. We're, we're in relationship for the last six years. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that is the first piece for me is that, um, working on a relationship is not something that is done is a quick fix, mm -hmm. a one size fits all, uh, and done quickly because each new stage of relationship and I'm working with each of these mentors creates an opportunity for me to see within myself, what is my next growing edge in learning and development and growth? Mm -hmm. So recently I've been working with the concept of forgiveness mm -hmm. as part of this process of placing love at the center of all my choices yeah. Yeah. in regards to family of origin. So with my mentors, I've been working on, on with my mentor, I've been working on that. So they've influenced me in that um, they've stayed with me long-term that informs the work with my clients and my clients stay with me long-term because they see the value of being able to uncork one aspect mm. that opens the opportunity for an as another aspect to be explored, mm. which then brings a deeper level of connection and intimacy in the relationships that matter most for them. Mm. Fascinating. And since you just mentioned forgiveness, I've got to ask you one question on forgiveness because I've done some work on forgiveness. Uh, how, or what in your opinion does the ability to forgive do to the, if I can use the word forgiver uh, as a term, uh, what does it do to me that I'm able to say, I forgive you? Mm. I would say that for, to begin with, mm -hmm. it is not necessary to say to the individual, mm -hmm. I forgive you. The work of forgiveness is a personal one. Correct. And one will then, through the process of doing that very personal, individualized work, mm -hmm. the actions and the way that one engages with or chooses not to engage with the forgivee, Correct. if you will, yeah. um, will be reflected in the demonstration of the of the interactions with that individual correct so i will just bring to a case in point here with my family of origin mm -hmm. so we've had a rocky relationship mm -hmm. and the forgiveness process mm -hmm. for me and for the work that i do in in in, in your love by design mm -hmm. was really about becoming appreciating and mm. approving of an individual even mm. when they don't show up in the way that you would want them to mm. not ex have expectations that they would be anything else mm -hmm. but who they are mm. so the true work of forgiveness is mm. being able to find peace within the relationship in mm. whatever outcome that is whether one can just chooses to continue with 
actively engaging in that relationship or whether the choice is made not to, because that is also an option, mm -hmm. but to then engage with the individual without needing to change them Amazing. and finding peace in that mm -hmm. deep, calm peace mm -hmm. in that so that the choice to place love at the center mm -hmm. of that relationship mm -hmm. is the experience both for the forgiver and the forgivee. Well said. What a great response. Thank you. So time for one more question. And this, Joel, is for the many, many people who will listen to our conversation and everything you've just spoken about. What would you say, based on your incredible experience in so many different areas, what would you say are three lessons you would want our viewers and listeners to take away from your life, your journey, and from our conversation? So lesson number one mm -hmm. is that um, awareness and understanding mm -hmm. will only get you so far. Yeah. You cannot stop there. Okay. Once awareness and understanding is had about mm -hmm. why things didn't work out, how the conflict was created, yeah then the key factor that will accelerate any or even create any sort of transformation will be mm -hmm. the choice mm -hmm. and the action mm -hmm. over and again, over and again, over and again, yeah. for it to be moved from this intellectual awareness, understanding construct yeah. into a new way of experiencing and being with another human being. So that would be my first Wonderful. key that I'd like to pass forward. Yeah. yeah. Um, the second key is that you actually absolutely have the power to change the way you engage in the relationships yeah. that matter most. Yeah. And this does not mean that you're actually changing the other person. You are actually changing the way that you engage with yourself first and foremost, which mm. then changes the dance steps, mm. which then when you change the dance steps, other people have to dance differently with you. Mm. So there is no choice, but then to change Wonderful. the way that they engage with you. Mm. And so the final piece is that the work of relationship transformation is mm. really the, the third key is that it's best not done alone. Okay. It's best done with support yeah and with mentors therapists you know a team if you will mm -hmm. um because it's an a being part of the the work that we do at love by design is about holding witness mm -hmm. to the change mm -hmm. that is being had mm -hmm. and also holding um, a client uh, to to the thing that they say that they want mm -hmm. We tend to, as humans, say, make, let's say, New Year's resolutions, and by the third week of the new year, have forgotten about it because okay. we are just human and we just, that's what we do. Well said. So the work of relationship transformation is best done mm. in a container with an individual who has had experience and can really serve and support in the very deep, real work mm. of transformation. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, Joel, on that note, uh, and your amazing pieces of uh, three lessons, 
awareness and understanding is not enough, act over and over again. Second, you have the power to change. And third, that relationship transportation is best done with an expert. Thank you so much for speaking to me. Thank you for talking to me about your love by design, your seven step process of agency, sovereignty, creativity, desire, commitment, potentiality, and legacy. Thank you also for sharing uh, your, your absolutely amazing perspectives on coaching. Finally, thank you for speaking to me and good luck to you. Thank you so much. It was an honor and a pleasure to connect with you this morning. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You videocast and podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience, and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website, www.tbcy.in, to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for The Brand Called You.